Hello there. I'm Derek Crow, longtime listener of the pod. Been following since the MCU exchange date. I'm really happy to see how the podcast has evolved. Thank you for the long and continued Marvel coverage. Always enjoy hearing y'all's thoughts. Congrats on 200, and here's the 200 more. Hello, Rhiannon, Caleb, and Adam, and all of the listeners, of course. I am Alvin Marrufo from Venezuela. I am the guy responsible for the music that you uh, hear at the beginning of every episode. It's my absolute honor to have made that for you and that you like it and that you use it. Uh, it's a greater honor to have been responsible for the special silly uh, Venom version for special Venom occasions. It's always fun to to hear that one when you use it. So yeah, that, that was pretty fun to make too. So anyway, um, I wanted to thank you because I really, really enjoy the podcast. Uh, been, I've been a long time listener. As things move forward with the MCU, I hope to listen to more of your opinions and, 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 and everything that you do, even the, the food podcast, if you decide to make more of that. Uh, so anyway, um, have a good one, everyone. Uh, love you all. Goodbye. Hello there, True Believers. At CSander70 here. Greetings from the land of Mountain Dew and Moonshine. Congratulations, Adam, Caleb, and Rhiannon on 200 episodes. Yours was the first podcast I ever listened to regularly, and I appreciate the work that must go into it. It's always fun and makes me happy that as an old man of 51 that I've been able to hold on to my nerddom and appreciate that Marvel came around and helped me re-enjoy some of the uh, happiness I had as a child. I've been able to enjoy these movies with my children who are now 26 and 22. Well, best of luck. To you all, and of course, Excelsior. Hi, I've been listening since the MCU exchange days. Just want to say congrats on 200 episodes, and here's to many more. Hey, Marvel News Desk, this is Matt Ashcraft, also known as Ashcrafty on Twitter. We're we're grateful for the 200 episodes and for all the work that you guys do and the time you put y'all put in. Thanks, thankful for you, um, Adam, Caleb, and Rihanna for the all the content that you provide in the form of the um, community and the, um, and all the other great stuff that y'all do about the excitement and talk about the MCU and all um, other content that we, that's out there. And thanks for all you do. Thanks. I hope for more than 200 more. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Marvel news desk. Congratulations on 200 episodes. That's awesome effort. I've been a long-time listener since probably the first episode way back when it was Marvel News Desk Exchange or whatever. And uh, it's come a long way. There was hardly any uh, Marvel content back in those days. So you guys have done well. I really like uh, listening to the different opinions of the different hosts of your podcast. Brian, Caleb and Adam all have different opinions. And they don't always agree. They don't take themselves too seriously. And and they, they don't mind making fun of themselves either. So I think it, it's a standout podcast. It really gives the info I need about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I really like the uh, to and fro between Caleb and Adam about Marvel Universe. Caleb is a lot like me in, in defending and loving it to the hilt. Where Adam's got a more open mind. Quite willing to have... Uh, different guys in it like Venom anyway 
congratulations and let's hope you have another 200 episodes and maybe you'll get a uh, Inhumans movie for Caleb and a Daredevil series for in and an Iron Fist even for Adam. Congrats. Bye. You guys are by far the best Marvel podcast that I've listened to and I've listened to quite a few Marvel and MCU podcasts, probably 10 or so. And I always just kept coming back to this one. Um, I don't know why, but you guys are Real fun to listen to, especially when you're not talking about Marvel. I know you guys get into a lot of tangents, and I always enjoy it. Um, between the three of you, I think you have some interesting experiences based on just what you guys have done and what you do for work, and it's just a it's a cool combination to, to listen to. Um, you guys are doing great. Good job on 200 episodes. All right, bye. Hey, Kayla, Brianna, and Adam. This is Alex Marcus, Potbreak.com's podcast editor and co-host of Potbreak TV podcast and Cinema Joe's podcast, which you all have been nice enough to join me on every so often. And I just wanted to say congratulations on 200 episodes. I know that you guys have been working really hard over the last few years to keep a steady stream of Marvel content coming. And I always really appreciate your even-sided appreciation of the shows and the movies and your take on the news. I know some people just want you guys to be sunshine rainbow all the time. And I really appreciate that you give an honest take and talk about what you love and talk about what you hate and i think that that's great uh definitely appreciated all of your agents of shield discourse over the years and yeah i'm just looking forward to continuing for another 200 episodes Welcome back to Marvel News Desk, your best place to keep up with all the latest news, reviews, and speculation concerning Marvel, films, and TV shows. We made it. It's issue episode 200. Yay! Oh my gosh! I didn't know this was 200. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's why we're 200. live. I, you know, I didn't think about it. Adam said go live, and I thought it was just capitalizing on Disney Plus Day, and then I realized, oh, it's yeah. also episode 200, so... Yeah. I did not realize it was 200 until after that. I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense because it is 200. Yeah. Why not, yeah. you know, bring it to the people? Absolutely. People should be able to listen. Speaking of the people, if you guys have not seen, at some point I'm going to splice in here uh, audio messages from some of the listeners that have come in. Guys, we have like five or six of them now. So, really? Uh, yeah. Ashcrafty tuned in and. Um, uh c sanders 70 and alvin and um a couple others Derek crow i think as his name so yeah uh it's 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 fun um it's i haven't listened too much to them i want to be surprised by them all at once but you will not hear this on the live broadcast that'll get edited in at some point but we don't have the technology to do so well we could it would be really lame it would be like out of my sound speakers of my computer like into the microphone it would be very bad uh yeah it's amazing that this thing gets published every week much as much less anything else all right so here's my plan guys let's go through uh disney plus day and then let's go through and we'll talk to rihanna about eternals and then we can talk about anything else i missed so let's talk about disney plus day to start generally what did you guys just think of the day like this was we said last week like we weren't sure what to think of this i felt like it was really weird it was kind of like 
a series of tweets plus some new content. And then the Pixar, the Pixar video was a total waste of time. It was four minutes of nothing. Like the MCU for me saved Disney plus day because I actually very much enjoyed the video they put together. Everything else was like posters of uh, Disney channel movies. I don't know why I care. So. So I went to go and find the video that Disney. So like, I mean, one, it's the middle of a work day. Yeah. On the East coast. I mean, well, throughout America, like for some people it was 9am. So like, I couldn't watch the video live. So I was like, like I got done with my work day kind of early and I was like, oh, I'll just pull it up on Disney plus. Surely I'll be able to find this video. And I was like, it's not any of their featured videos. I like searched in Disney plus for like plus day. I couldn't find it. Were you on mobile? No, I was on my TV on mobile. I was able like, there was a link. I don't know if you shared it or if it was somebody on Twitter or something. There was a link and I went to that and I was able to like see some of it. But I was like, oh, I want to watch this on my TV and like make an event of it. I didn't know it was really short. I thought so it was like. My, my mind had like big icons for Disney Plus Day. And like the first couple were like Shang-Chi and something else. And the Marvel video was like the sixth one on there. Huh. I couldn't find it bright and early. So I had to follow the link someone tweeted. Yeah. Just now I rewatched it again though. And there was the thing on the Marvel Studios thing. But I have no idea what you meant with the six buttons. Oh it yeah, like that was a recurring thing, though. That there were um, a bunch of issues getting to it. So maybe it depends on the app, like the Apple TV app. There's like the top, the top part of the app where there's like the newest movies or whatever they put, and then below mm-hmm. that there was like big icons, like double, triple size, the normal icons. There was everything that was dropped today, and it was like Shang Chi, and it was the Boba Fett thing. And it was the Simpsons episode or whatever they made. And then it was the Pixar video and the MCU video. And you could like scroll through a Chow, um, Chow Alberto. Like all the new stuff was like really big icons. First thing on the website on Apple TV. Hmm. But it is a weird choice. I was tweeting a little bit um, with Lon Harris. He works, is it fandom that he works for? The guys that do the honest trailers. And he, as of like six hours after it dropped, was still not aware that the MCU video existed. Like that's how poorly they put it out. They didn't put anything on their official channels. People are like slicing up the pieces of the trailers to like create trailers to put on YouTube. But it's very odd choice of how they like rolled it out only on the subscriber thing. I just, I didn't totally get what was going on there. It was super interesting, and I do love that there, one of the scoopers posted an exclusive like weeks ago that they filmed the presentation or whatever, which is certainly not what we got. So oh, really? What, yeah, they said that they were filming the presentation today, like they did yesterday or whatever. Um, that's definitely not what we got today. Maybe they meant they were editing. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say that their sources were accurate and they had the right exclusive um by filming it, the it could have uh, been true of pixar presentation the pixar video was did have filmed stuff like pete doctor like he was using like a selfie cam but like he was going around the pixar um like campus 
and doing like little spots with creators. So that was more like a presentation. Um, did you two watch the Willow video? This has nothing to do with Marvel. No. <laughs> but I've lived 28 years of my life calling him Warwick Davis. And his name is not Warwick, it's Warwick. Oh, uh, it's like w? Jessica Hennick. Yeah, there's is that how you say her name? Yeah. Whoa, I did not know that. It's exactly yeah, that's exactly yeah. the case. The W is silent or so it's Warwick Davis. <laughs> so does this mean their new like their new fantasy show is called the Spiderick Chronicles? Maybe. I don't know. That looked dope though. I didn't know that was a book until today and I saw like this frog tree thing. I'm like, I kind of like this. Oh, I expect my daughter to read those within the next two weeks upon finding out they exist. So I might read them. <laughs> let's let's get into actual Marvel stuff. Um, yeah. So, you know, they started out with like recaps of the shows that already existed. I mean, that's fine. It's a super cut. Whatever. Great. But then we got an extended look, I would felt like, at Hawkeye. Certainly, like, yeah. quite a bit of that one scene of Hawkeye. Um, Rhiannon, I know you have high hopes. At least, I don't know about high hopes. Desire that this will be something you like. What did you feel about what you got to see of it today? Um, I've stopped watching Hawkeye it, it, I'm kind of in that period right. that you are in the last couple of weeks before a movie that like I've stopped watching Hawkeye okay. clips and stuff because mm-hmm. I would so, like there to still be some sort of surprise. Oh, so did you just like skip through it today? Yeah, I skipped that today. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. Not to say I'll hold strong, but... I, I held. I, I read some of the reviews because the reviews yeah. have started coming out. Right, social so, media, social media review, First yeah, so, reactions. So I slipped through some social media reactions yesterday when they came out. Yeah, um, you know, which are all just basically Haley's awesome. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I've I've kind of I don't know. Like I'm at the point where like they're not the clips coming out aren't moving me one way or another. I just want the whole freaking show. Yeah, this one may have. I don't want to spoil you, but there was something adjacent that was in it. Oh, adjacent well, to one of your very top interests. I don't even yes. know what he's talking about, and I watched it, so that's interesting. Echo. I do know. I do know. Like, so my friends were doing Friendsgiving, like on Thanksgiving, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, we can all watch Hawkeye together." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just not even going to tell them that I'll probably have already watched it." Uh huh once or twice <laughs> like, yeah so the scene today i'll just say it was it was mostly yeah. an action scene i feel like there wasn't a whole lot of story beat to it yeah but i was i don't know um again i want to like spoil it but like no that, was, don't worry about it like really don't worry yeah, about it it was I, I thought it was really well made they did an interesting camera thing with it like that just didn't it, it just wasn't you know, like a lot of times you watch TV shows and it's just pretty standard camera work, but like this was kind of a well thought out shot. There's kind of a, in a car oneer almost is the way I would put it. And uh, I remember recently Seth Rogen, I think that's right. I hope that's right. It was either Seth Rogen or Zalakanafis, but I think it was Seth Rogen did the VFX breakdowns with the corridor crew guys. And they were talking about how, like, 
car green screen never looks right even today like with all the technology we have if this one was green screen it was beautiful like it was perfect i'm suspicious it was actually somewhat filmed like i I don't know like um he is not he what why can't i think of his name um clint barton whatever he's not a stunt driver so i don't i can't imagine that he did it in real life but it all looked very good adam can you help me i'm floundering but like didn't jeremy that scene are you talking jeremy renner jeremy um, renner i mean our all i could come daughter... up with chris jenner honestly and i knew that was not correct <laughs> not correct um our buddy charles murphy had exclusive that they uh physically shot it uh the car chase which i assume this was it i mean it's one of the most memorable parts of you know aha fractions run early on at least um and that's the clip i think this was the clip they released earlier in the week too um but it was uh, i like the the camera stuff you were talking about it was very winter soldier-esque with substantially less shaky cam so I kind of like where they um, they started kind of hinting towards Clint's hearing aid a little bit in it. Yeah, we were trying to figure out must... if that was like he was actually deaf or right, if he was or just saying was... like, la, 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 I'm not listening Going to you. Going on, yeah, well, was that it? But she, she said it a couple times, which made me believe something happens beforehand in the gym or whatever, wherever they're at. But looks good. Two, two weeks. Review embargo lifts next week sometime. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. It's hilarious to see another recurrent theme was the slow burn and the gritty and the grounded and the slow pace and all that stuff. I'm like, none of these people I watch the Defender stuff. <laughs> well, it Welcome was- to our life. It did feel like, am I reading reviews for Hawkeye or Luke Cage season two? You know, because like... Right everybody's like oh it's a little slow and it's really grounded and it's street heroes in the mcu again i mean all of that to me would be very welcome news to people who love the defenders verse um so i I don't know to me that's a positive Mm -hmm. also we like we talked about how we wish black widow would be that way so i'm totally happy for hawkeye to do what black widow didn't do for me after loki what if and eternals all setting up like sif's different spinoffs just just give us a show about hawkeye yeah yeah just give us a show about hawkeye that's all i want that is like i know we're going to meet new characters in it but at least it's i don't feel like i need to take notes yeah well and you know we talk some about like this the action and the way things are shot um I love, you know, we said when the first Hawkeye trailer came out, it looked practical. Everything today looked uber practical too. Like they had real stunt people in real cars with real explosions. Cause it, it would be real, real easy to unthoughtfully make this like CGI matchbox cars, right? Like just like have no sense of like gravity or physics. And that was not what any of this action looked like to me. And I thought that was great. I do wonder, you think the explosion was real? I wonder what was... Either way, I mean, what they do with visual effects is nuts. I mean, we talked about this before. You know, Shang-Chi Macau was totally fake. You know, right. all this stuff's totally fake. Uh, so maybe it was fake. Fire is pretty hard to replicate. It's very expensive. Um, 
So maybe it was practical. There wasn't any video or photos of that anywhere, was there? Uh, not that I remember. And maybe Usually it's not. Like I mean, a Twitter video or something. And ultimately, I don't care. If they make it with CGI and it looks real, that's fine with me. I'm just saying there wasn't anything close to like a uncanny valley thing going on with this. So, right. Right, right, right. Uh, The van has bro on it. Hopefully that's not the only homage to bro we get. <laughs> Some of the posters too, we should mention, are, the posters have been coming out. David Aja, is it Aja or Aya? I don't know, but I've heard it five different uh-huh. ways. I've heard I've heard Aha as well. That's how okay. I call David Aha. He had a very suspicious tweet the other day. You guys see that as reviews yes. were coming out? He said E2 Brute. I'm like, yes. What does? What's going on here? Because he, I probably shouldn't say. He is thanked. <laughs> he is thanked in the credits. Well, they definitely know. are like oh. just creating his artwork all over again in these posters. Creating's a good word. Um, well, and ripping I mean, off. Uh, <laughs> I mean, from all the Brubaker news, they're very good at thanking people in credits. Right, and that's it. Right. Yeah. I uh, I talked to Jim Starlin this week, and I caught myself. He was mentioned about how he was moving because he bought his new house. And I almost said, I almost said, oh, was that like, like with the Thanos check or like what with what? But I didn't because Starlin was another proponent of the, I mean, it's only right. I mean, we could probably do a whole podcast on this once we have no new content, right? <laughs> what do you call it? Artist rights or whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's Hawkeye. We probably should keep moving. Um, then next up, you know, we got Uatu saying, you know, and then new heroes. And so we saw Hawkeye. And then, so at this point, I'm really underwhelmed by it, right? Like, mm-hmm. at this point, like 12 minutes in, I'm like, oh, it's a bunch of old stuff and one scene from Hawkeye. Yay. And then they did the Marvel thing at the end of these presentations where they just start hitting you with more and more and more faster and faster and faster. The Moon Knight stuff was next. Um, gosh. I mean, Adam, it looks yeah. it looks yeah. good, doesn't it? It looks so. They are going peak thriller with this. Um, we virtually only saw Oscar Isaac. I kept rewinding because it caught my eye at once. I'm like, the the one scene that catches it's in a museum or something, and Oscar keeps walking, and then the reflections are there because I I zoomed in, I kept zooming in to see who was in the reflection because they weren't moving. I thought it was someone else in the museum. I'm right. like, so it was just like Frenchie as an Ethan Hawke, what have you. Um, but it's Oscar Isaac. There's two different Oscar Isaacs and the real one in real life or whatever you call it keeps walking on and like the other two in the reflection kind of look at each other and then follow their gaze towards him. Uh, so that's just kind of the level they're going to. And then apparently Oscar also voiced all of those different voices. Yeah, well. I figured that was the case. There, If you watch it with closed captioning, the first one says Mark, which sounds, it's like almost Frenchy or something. And then the second one said man. So I wonder, it kind of did sound like Ethan Hawke a little bit. Um, so we'll see. They did release a new synopsis with this. And it does uh, mention something about Mark Spector getting caught up in a war between gods. 
So that did instantly send my mind to Ethan Hawke and the Sun King, the Avatar of Kanchu and Avatar of Ra or whatever. Amon Ra. Um, so, so yeah, I'm still on Team Drac. I'm holding out for Team Dracula, man. Um, but Moon Knight, uh, both costumes too. Both. Yeah. So uh, it's exciting. Now, speaking of things we pronounce in our head, did you say Kanchu? Yeah, I said Kanchu. How do you say it? I always say it Noshu. Is it Noshu? I think it's a KN. Yeah, but it's, it's I'm, I'm not confident. I don't know. We'll have to check with people who really know. Any Egyptologist who listen to the website, we would like to. Is uh, there a second N in there, though? So it can't be Noshu. Uh, I don't know. Rhiannon, while I look up how this is spelled, uh, what did you think of the Moon Knight footage? I was about to say I might have an Egyptologist on speed dial if you need me. So really, um, yeah. No, I mean a friend of mine has an archaeology degree. It seems like that would involve a lot of Egypt. Oh, you're right, Adam. It is well. This is interesting. So it could be known shoe. Um, no, it's I, it's Khonshu, according to the Marvel spelling. Absolutely. Hmm. Anyway. Anyways, um, I I. Yeah, I mean, like I agree with you guys. I the the dark the the uh, I don't know the tone is interesting. Say it. it, it, it I'm I, well, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> like I, I I'm waiting to see what Hawkeye is before I mm-hmm. use that word for any of their other stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting to see how sanitized New York City is. It definitely had. I mean, him beating up the guy in the bathroom. That did not feel like a sanitized Disney Plus show. I, I know the, the biggest takeaway for me was we watched it. And my wife looked at me and was like, we may have to reevaluate that we let kids watch the MCU stuff the night it comes out. Like her immediate thought was, I think I need to screen that one before our eight-year-old can watch it. And I thought that was fascinating. To me, that says something about at least the tone and the, you know, the footage we got. It's certainly going to be PG-13. I mean, at the end, we saw his face covered in blood as well, which is just as much, probably more blood or more disturbing blood than we saw in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I assume the scene where somebody's getting like sucked into a cave, that's probably for Moon Knight. Is that Moon Knight? That's why I pause that. I'm like, is that Helena Bonham Carter? Who is that? It's super, yeah. I mean, it's going to be super interesting to see how did it go? Um, I had a couple people um, send me stuff about um, Oscar Isaac and how Marvel's doing, like the mental health stuff. So I'm sure that will be a hot topic as it gets closer, which it may be the next series after Hawkeye or it may not. I don't. So that was going to be my question. You know, historically, they give us these things sequentially as they expect them to come out. Is that how we should read and understand what happened here? I have no idea. I mean, it was so weird because everything was like coming soon, coming soon, except for Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. That has like a very specific summer 2022. Yeah. I've heard people suggest that they really do care about how close it is to the Marvels. And that mm-hmm. is a big piece at this point. But even that got pushed back to February 23, right? Right, but in other words, Miss Marvel would be ready sooner, but they've kind of pushed it in the queue behind Moon Knight and She-Hulk to make sure that it stays closer to the Marvels. 
Or maybe now that they date it, the fans will hold them accountable finally. But probably not. Probably not. I mean, and, and what would that change? I mean, like, <laughs> right, we're just going to go knock on their door when they postpone it? Like, yes, absolutely. We should. Riot? Burn things down? Like, I, Go to Burbank and, like, protest? Some campaign? Picket? Uh, no. Letter writing? Tweet writing? No. It, I mean, those three did feel like, feel like to me that they were in order. Like, assuming that their release order is anything like this year, that that early winter slot would go to Moon Knight, the spring, like, um, March-April slot would go to She-Hulk, and then it would be, like, the June-July slot for Miss Marvel. That may not be the case. I'm just assuming based on the way that that thing was cut. But it's also so crazy because She-Hulk wrapped in August and Moon Knight just wrapped, like, two weeks ago. That's what I keep like, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, is Moon Knight virtually no special effects? Is Moon Knight really going to be the Defenders verse where there's little to no special effects? You know, I mean, is it all going to be in his head through like voices and voiceovers and, and, and you know, people recording voices and posts? What, what's the terminology? ADR. 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 There we go. You know, what's what's it going to be? If it's bumpy ahead of She-Hulk, because She-Hulk episodes are also shorter, much shorter. So you'd think the post would take substantially less. And it doesn't look like there's not that much visual effects. I was about to say, jumping to She-Hulk, I think it's very intentional that we saw, like, her legs twice, but, like, mm-hmm. not the rest of the design. My guess is that like the face part is not finished yet and they were not ready to show it. And so they showed us every bit to me, even like that one like shot where they like kind of went up, you know, the body, it felt a little bit video game character to me. Like it didn't have quite the photorealisticness of like Hulk. And it's interesting that we did get Hulk full on, but I'm, guessing that they have some of those assets already i mean we've known that vfx companies don't share that but i'm i'm thinking maybe they use some of the same vendors that they used on endgame to like save themselves the hassle but i don't think it's a mistake that we did not get a full shot of she hulk yet i bet they don't have one that they like how it looks yet so we we do know they're not going full jason aaron it appears like right but they're not going just Lou Frigno and not just painting her green, I guess. I don't um, think so. I mean, I didn't even notice it, but my kids immediately noticed that they might be like messing with the traditional She-Hulk thing. Cause usually she stays She-Hulk all the time, even when she's a lawyer mm-hmm. and usually anger does not trigger her quite the same way that it does Bruce. But in this trailer, like they're talking about, hey, when you get angry, you'll turn into the Hulk. And it seemed like they were making her a little more of a traditional Hulk than they have in the comics, which saves them a crap ton of money, right? Like being able to do those court scenes with her just being Jennifer Walters and not having to do Green Hulk CGI for every court scene would be kind of brilliant just on a cost-saving perspective, you know? Any thoughts on the lawyer angle? We... Only saw what looks to be one lawyer. We saw her walking with a briefcase, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, she wasn't even really lawyering that much. Yeah, she didn't really lawyer that much. We also didn't like see her personal life. 
she does yoga. Oh, that's right. That's right. We did see. And and she's going to a fancy dinner, I guess, apparently. Or a movie premiere or something. Yeah. Um, the Hulk's arm was much better too, but it wasn't in Shang-Chi. So this is either before Endgame, like during the blip, or they just didn't they just didn't include the sling in the trailer too. I don't well, yeah. you know you guys want to talk timelines or what? Rhiannon, going back to <laughs> what you were saying though, Rhiannon, like I think what I heard you mean there is like we really didn't get too much of a vibe of the show at all. Really, I mean they were just like, hey, we're making this. Really, yeah, there was a rumor this week that in the show she'll be sleeping with another attorney. Mm-hmm. Oh. There, there's there's two intimacy coordinators listed on yes. IMDb which um, we're all adults here, are typically used for, you know, sex scenes. So, uh... yeah. So, I mean, you know, how many intimacy coordinators were there on Eternals? Oh, that's a good question. Or it also the makes sense Hulk. with She-Hulk in the rumor because the rumor can't really see too well. So it makes sense with She-Hulk <laughs> or Hulk. Or whatever, you know. I mean, Incredible <laughs> Hulk came close to having the need for an intimacy coordinator. I don't know if you guys remember. There's a scene where him and uh, and Betty are starting to get amorous, and then his 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 wristwatch goes off, and his heart rate's going too high. And then, oh, I thought you meant like him and Black Widow, which I'm like, ah, uh, Joss probably thought he could handle it himself. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Incredible Hulk, oh, Liv okay. Tyler, back in the day. All right, so that was She-Hulk. Oh, and also, and some people have noted this, the logo for She-Hulk completely looks like a Grey's Anatomy or, like, there's a bunch of, like, sort of shows of that, like, vibe that have, like, the city background and the logo. Like, I think they're very purposefully sending that kind of show up with the way they've set that up. I went, oh, runaways um we didn't talk about that flashback scene or whatever that was what was that so i don't know just to be clear that is not the weird like guy who's on trial for assault that was in that 70s show right masterson that was no that was mark ruffalo that's Ruffalo because it looks a lot I think like it's Mark Ruffalo. It Danny looks Masterson. a lot like that guy from that '70s show. What's his name? Um, I'm pretty sure he's in prison. Danny Masterson. Yeah, yeah. Hide. It it looks like him. Like it's the same haircut and outfit. You know. Oh, I just assumed it was Ruffalo. I didn't guess. I didn't look. It may Would be. That be something. They Marvel busts him out of prison and films She-Hulk. I don't think it would be him. It felt like it was. going to be part of some kind of loving send-up to like Ferrigno Hulk days like I could be wrong but it would not surprise me if that's somehow how they fit that in when was Allie McBeal that wasn't 70s right (laughs) no when was they had the internet jokes on there it was the mid 90s like 94 I didn't even know they had internet mid 90s it was late 90s it was like 99 2000 okay yeah so it's not, it's clearly not an Allie McBeal. They had nod. Robert Downey Jr. before he got clean. Oh. They had Robert Downey Jr. probably before he got dirty too, right? Like, wasn't it in the earlier days? He, he was he written off the show because he was found in the hotel room with Crystal Meth. 
Oh, there we go. And when I, well, because when I heard that, I was like, who is she? <laughs> That's correct. That's funny. She. Allie McBeal started in 97. I was in preschool, so I was not watching. (laughs) Well, I didn't. I was too young to know what Crystal Meth was. Rhiannon was drinking Z by 1997. (laughs) What? I said Rhiannon was drinking Z by 1997. (laughs) Blasting Jagged Little Pill. Yes. Yes. But I didn't know what Crystal Meth was. <laughs> Who needs it when you got the when you got the Zima man, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, the Zima and Zima the Crystal is practically the same anyway. So what are you gonna do? The funny thing is, I'm younger than you, but I probably knew what it was from Third Eye Blind, right? So I also didn't know what it was there, yeah. and and for some reason, people want, didn't want to tell me what it was. I don't know. It was they just thought it was hilarious, and you didn't have Google in your pocket. Right. And I never, you know, they were just like, ah, that's funny. You don't know what it is. <laughs> and then like more than one friend that don't even like know each other. It's not even like I had a group of friends and that was the inside joke. Rihanna doesn't know what Costa Math is. Right. It's just like, oh, you're using the wrong lyrics to that. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So um, I now I yeah. now know what Costa Math is. Yeah. I have to Google. So we also got Miss Marvel stuff. Um, you know, that show, I mean, they had footage of it last year, but we got more of it today. Before I feel before we move on, do we need to yeah. like put a dis- we said crystal meth a lot. Do we need like a disclaimer that we don't condone <laughs> like crystal meth usage or correct? We do not. I just want to make sure since you know I don't Did we we've already like gotten enough CNDs from Disney. I don't want any more crystal meth loans. Come yeah, on. I mean, it lifts you up until you break. You can't break. stop. It won't stop. Anyways, that's a joke that some of you got if you're over that age. That's funny. I got that. <laughs> so, Miss Marvel, we got more footage. It's very purposely not giving us any powers. Uh, my oldest daughter was convinced that that like like they had a building, and she was like in the reflection. She's convinced that she's using her power ring to like create platforms to walk on in the air, which is interesting if that's the case. Because it did seem like she was going to at first. Yeah, maybe. I think I'm at Miss Marvel. Oh, oh, no. We didn't even talk talk about that. We haven't talked about this yet. I don't think we talked about last week. First thing up, did we? Yeah, just the Mm -hmm. power changes and all that stuff. Okay. Okay. So um we saw I, her get her powers too. Oh yeah, and it does seem like and the Tesseracti guys. It reminded me a lot of Spectrum in uh WandaVision. It was combined it's interesting because it was Spectrum plus the slow-mo IMAXI Tesseract sequence as well. It was those two mixed up. Um it was not a Terrigen husk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans. It's not a Terrigen husk or a Terrigen cloud. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So I do wonder how she's... She didn't get her powers from doing crystal meth, did she? Like, she was at a party. I mean... That'd be a Jersey real City, weird right? 
Um, <laughs> I did like some of the thematic stuff. Like they got a little bit into like, she had that line about how superheroes aren't usually, you know, people that look like her from Jersey city. And um, they did like have a full on scene of like prayer and a mosque, which mm-hmm. I don't know, like you'd assume it would be there, but you could also see Disney like wimping out on some of those elements like mm. hopefully we're in a place now where that's you know like i don't know I, I, i'm always shocked by how things change like 20 years ago that would have been a bit abrupt like that was the scene that you always showed in movies before somebody became a terrorist so like the fact that like we're getting that representation more appropriately is like exciting and i was just thought it was cool that they led that much with it because it says they're not gonna like they're not going to be wimps about some of the like her Islamic identity, for example, in the show, which I wouldn't think they'd be, but I don't know. Sometimes I mean, they were on Eternals, they sacrificed some moolah overseas for Eternals. I think it only got censored in India. Where did it get censored? Oh, uh, I heard they kind of cut some scenes for the, a couple of Middle Eastern countries like Qatar and stuff. No, those ones they didn't. Qatar okay. and Saudi Arabia and something just didn't pick it up because they want to cut out the kissing. Yeah. Um, I was going to make, what did you say? The people that were mad about having like the Muslim superhero, I'm pretty sure they stopped when they found out Ike no longer was associated with the MCU. Yeah. They, they run in the same crowds. I don't know Ike personally. I'm just assuming he's not vaccinated, you know. Any other thoughts about Miss Marvel? I mean, again, it was uh, the only other thing is there was a scene of her opening like a treasure chest with like a gold glowiness. I'm assuming that is her getting her 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 um, her bracelets or bangles or whatever they call them, you know. Or the genie, the gin. We'll 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 see if that comes true. That's, but that's the thing. Why? I mean, there's some people that think Miss Marvel is still our next one because it's the only dated one, which can't be it. Or yeah, there's no way we're going into could, summer. It could be that, and that's the thing. Or it could be because what's going on with Star Wars? Star Wars did nothing today. You know what's yeah. what's going on there? Well, and we should mention there was rumors this week that there's like a VFX house like log jam going on in Hollywood. Is that right? I haven't heard anything. Uh, oh, there was that rumor that Spider-Man yeah, the spider. that there was no Spider-Man trailer because the VFX studio was busy doing the movie which dude there's like 20 VFX studios on each of those Marvel movies and they're not the ones splicing trailers like right that was the dumbest sorry to any of our listeners that might have believed it but that was like one of the dumbest rumors right and my my suggestion is not that that rumor was right but that did lead to some other conversation where i heard concerns that just with all the volume of stuff that's coming out now on streaming services that you know the the v there's only so many vfx places and that there's starting to be a little bit of a, a, a all the all the disney plus stuff or a lot of the disney plus stuff's using uh, new houses that the film side previously hadn't it's weird though because visual effects is the one part of filmmaking that never stopped at all during covid 
Right. Um, they were still cranking out previs. They were still working on movies and all that stuff. So I don't, I mean, I'm not buying that rumor at least. Yeah. Um, if anything, it's on the, the production side and they're just not giving visual effects stuff to that. I mean, we, we've seen it before with Endgame and James Gunn has um, talked about it time and time again. That last Endgame charge fight was done in previs before principal photography even took place right they had the modeling and most of that done and they combined the the film movie magic with the the cgi you know and poof it's it's ready for the final cut so it's just weird that a lot of people say just because it's visual effects heavy you know um it's gonna take longer yeah but we'll see i mean speaking of you know production side news i mean that dr strange news i'm not sure if you're gonna hit that later or what but that opens up a whole other can of worms too and doesn't really smell too good or, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean just significant reshoots, right? Six weeks and Six they're weeks. like overtime and all that stuff. The second round of reshoots, mind you. One of the sources in THR said that's practically a whole new movie. While another source says that they're not changing anything at all. While the third source said it's nothing but principal photography they couldn't get done before because of scheduling conflicts. Oh. So, who to believe from the Hollywood Reporter? Yeah, what didn't we do this the last time we had a Doctor Strange movie? I, I, like this is vague in my memory, but wasn't there like? Oh, there's all these reshoots for Scott Derrickson's Doctor Strange. It's in real trouble. Like, I've heard people cry wolf so many times on reshoots, and the movie turned out fine. Like, well, that's the purpose of reshoots, right? I mean, right. you go back, but this, this is weird. They did have the leaks, the previous leaks, and they are going back again for even more reshoots. So, I mean, they did their initial reshoots already, which is usually two weeks or so. I, I did hear a theory today, which makes sense to me, that Marvel overestimated how many people saw Loki and understood Loki, and like how many people understood with little context stuff from other properties that are supposedly crossing over with Doctor Strange, and they just found out they had to shoot a lot more stuff to like provide the exposition and the context to make the movie make sense to someone who's not an MCU stand. It makes no sense to, I'm telling you, I've told this time and time again, Caleb, it makes no sense to go the timeline route. They're going to retcon Loki season one already because the more time goes on, the more I hate Loki season one. Cause it just, it's way too like, who said it this week? Who said most moviegoers are dumb? I didn't say it. Someone else said it. I mean, I mean, you, half half the population has below average intelligence. Right. I, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, that's excellent. Are, I've never heard that. That's brilliant. That's a good T-shirt saying too. But it's, I mean, it's, most it's, people don't. It's inaccurate, like but <laughs> so technically, half the population has below median intelligence, but half the population won't care. Yeah, median that's is a the half that has Twitter. <laughs> so I, I don't know it's it is what it Randy, you don't like loki too much either do you <laughs> <laughs> that's such a loaded question hey we're talking about other things um, do you want to crap on loki for a little while <laughs> no 
no, no. I was just saying, well, just because I brought. I mean, it but on, that's a, just... but no, but that is. I mean, so so I mean, it is very complicated. And I used to always feel like you could go into these movies not knowing anything and all of that. And and that they would catch you up. And that is true. You know, like, I feel like Eternals, you could go into not knowing anything and it wouldn't really matter. But, I, you know, when it came to stuff like Endgame, they weren't catching you up. You know, if you hadn't watched previous movies, they didn't care to catch you up. Um, and... And I think, you know, as, as this moves on, I mean, like, not everybody is Caleb to get their children caught up on the whole past 10 years of Marvel movies. Yeah. You know, you're going to literally have people that, that, that are too young to have seen all of these that don't care to go back and catch up and they want those people to be in it. How much history are you going to pull in? How much does everybody need to know going into it? Um, it makes sense that maybe they're overestimating what people get and or how much people care um you know there's plenty of people that haven't watched the disney plus stuff the series but maybe they care about the movies i i don't yeah i i feel like they've made a lot of misjudgments to right now and I wouldn't be surprised if they're needing reshoots because they're, you know, recognizing these that that the general population isn't Marvel nerds. Yeah, because at this point, it really is. I mean, there's been almost four steps, like there's four steps to it. First, we had the Ancient Ones conversation where she flips away the, the stones. And then that leads to Loki and all of its conversations of multiverse and then what if sort of like adds another layer, particularly if like those Nexus events, like Christine's death become a piece. And then on top of that, we're probably going to have Spider-Man far from or no way home stuff. That'll talk about the multiverse. So it's, there's a lot of lore by the time you get to it. And it would not surprise me if that has been something that's been very difficult for them to, you know, particularly because Waldron as a writer you know, he came straight off Loki and you could understand where his brain was so in Loki that he maybe did not consider about how a fresh audience would see it having not seen Loki, you know. We are talking about a film franchise with aliens and gods and all this stuff. Why Why do they need to make the multiverse as scientifically plausible or real as possible it's like i was watching you know i remember thor ragnarok when thor jumps from like plane to plane i remember watching that and someone in the theater said oh come on and i'm like if that's your one problem <laughs> that, with that's ragnarok, your breaking point <laughs> if that's everybody if draws a line where, somewhere yeah, if that's where you're done like why first we're on an alien planet and they the just giant wormhole the, sky, the devil's, devil's anus. anus yeah that's not that's not it. but jumping from plane to plane is where like oh come on that's so unrealistic you know i mean earth one earth two it doesn't i don't get why they're trying to whatever i i know they're trying and then they i feel bad because then they consult they pay these astrophysicists probably hundreds of thousands of dollars to come in and consult and it's just like, just say that Doctor Strange can go from 
this world to that world and that world but now they're all you know like even make the sound effect you know whatever yeah particularly because that's what they're going to end up doing eventually like the intricately built thing is going to fall apart so oh it's gonna it's all right i mean it's it's as thin as ever right now and where it's only been used once so um let's hit quickly just the other disney plus stuff and at this point they start flashing titles on the screen nothing too surprising on the live action side mm-hmm. um and you know echo we've kind of known is coming maybe this is the first time they've been official about that um, and then we found out the agatha show is going to be called agatha house of harkness which i thought was a cool title i thought it'd be agatha all along but that's fine agatha house of harkness has got a good like spooky feel to it i thought that was fun um those though i mean those are not surprising to us we knew that stuff's coming loki season two we knew it was coming uh and then like we got new logos for uh armor wars and uh or at least iron heart but we knew that was coming i think the only other thing on the live action side was picture of samuel l jackson from secret Secret invasion yep and new logo they switched it they made it kind of spy thrillery with like the static in the scrolling him and purple too they were purple i guess i think i think the thing about that was i don't know why when we saw him on the screen like all the people in the room where i was watching were like oh and i don't know why like they just made samuel jackson look cool you know like there's just oh, something he looks badass and rough man it's like he's losing sleep over a bunch of aliens impersonating people or something so i mean that's most live action stuff i think uh the other surprises were cartoons so we're getting an x-men 97 which is a continuation of x-men the animated series uh, our house is ecstatic about this. You know, kids are excited. I'm excited. This is like the thing that got me into Marvel. And so I'm excited to see more of it. Uh, we're going to have a Spider-Man show about his freshman year, but it's going to be like 60s style art. But it's Before also going to be bit. MCU. Is that right? It is, yeah. it's, it's canon before he got bit. So I'm not. That doesn't necessarily mean Tom Holland. Obviously, Tom Holland didn't do it in What If. Um, so freshman year. So and that's tricky because freshman year we're at the point Spider Man. It's like freshman year. Do they mean they can't mean college? Um, it's guaranteed to be half hour episodes, right? Or under forty five minutes, or whatever the rule is. I can't remember the rights rule. I think it's forty five minutes or something. Okay. What I don't get is the Spider-Man show where it doesn't have Spider-Man powers. Like it's just going to be him getting life lessons from Uncle Ben. I, it's I, I'm not convinced on the concept yet, but we will see. Um, that's the only one not written by a former Marvel person. So we'll see. There was this casting breakdown about someone dying and like doing a sibling road trip. Um, so unless the sibling was a cover for like May and Peter going across this country after like, um, Ben dies or something, I guess. And it's just like a family bonding road trip. What was that one that just came out? Um, 
something in the machines, right? Or what was oh, that? yeah, Mitchell's in the machines or whatever. Mitchell's in the machines, yeah. Lord, uh, Lord and Miller joint. Um, it's not possible that, that was the zombie it. show is the road trip, is it? I would be very surprised if it was. I mean, it could be. Um, it's super, super interesting, though. Uh, Zeb Wells um, is writing Marvel Zombies, and Zeb Wells has written pretty much any Marvel comics he's wanted. He's on Amazing Spider-Man right now, I think. Um, what's he written before? He's been, written a bunch of comedy stuff before. He's a comedy guy. Uh, married to Heidi Gardner, actually, from SNL. And then X-Men 97 is written by Bo DeMeo, who is, uh, was in the Moon Knight Writers Room. Cool. Rhiannon, do any of these animated things catch your attention, or do they just exist? They exist. I I mean, like, what if I watched what if, but, like, I forgot it happened a few times. So, like, I'm excited that you're excited. I'm excited that your household is excited about the X-Men thing. Yeah. And I I mean zombies are cool. I like I like zombies. Um but yeah, I, I'm I'm not psyched about animated. But I am glad. I mean, the cool thing that I think about the animated is that these are, you know, some of these are non-canon. Was that something they announced or was that something we speculated? I mean, X-Men, it says, is in the same continuity as the animated series. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I guess that's, that's like, a balance, isn't it? You know, there again, like I said, there's way too much to keep up on if they're all going to be connected. Um, you know, please don't make me watch six animated series to, to know what's going on in the next thor movie um but yeah i'm glad you're excited <laughs> yeah it, it'll be interesting i mean the zombies one is the one that for me is yeah okay like i know people yeah. love marvel zombies i don't really care and like i enjoyed one episode of what if i don't you know i'm just praying that it's like a six episode season like i don't want to watch 14 hours of zombies i just don't i don't care you know yeah, though no, I mean, I think for me, like some of these, like going on, like the what if, if there's, if there's what if, or if there's more zombies. I mean, I feel like we're going to get to know a lot more characters that I'm excited about. You know, I'm excited about She Hulk, Echo, Kate Bishop. You know, I feel like we're about to get a bunch of characters that I'm going to feel some emotional attachment for. So, like, then if we get to see them as zombies and all of that, like, I'll, I'll have interest in that but i don't know even in the what if zombies episode something about like something about bucky just killing captain america and not having emotions about that at all that just rubbed me wrong so we'll see we'll see i'm a little bit underwhelmed from disney plus day but i feel like so much of it was stuff that leaked beforehand yeah I think they also miss a trick by not making it a some about making it a live stream, which is funny because like Investor Day wasn't really a live stream, right? Like I assume it was all pre-recorded and just aired live. Yeah, I, it, but, Disney Plus Day was very hard to watch. That's where I started. Like it was very hard to find and watch. 
And so to me, like, there's something about a live stream, like the idea of like, we're all there together, particularly with Twitter and social media and all that kind of stuff. I just think, and at this point they have the platform. If they had done it tonight, if they'd done an 8 PM live stream on, on Disney plus, they would have got good viewership and people would have loved to watch it. And they also would cross promote better. Like I ignored the ads for, you know, sneaker Ella or whatever that movie is called. But like, I wouldn't have, I was watching a live stream. I was waiting for when Marvel stuff was going to pop up. Um, and to this day, I, I finally saw the Obi-Wan thing, but I was struggling to find that video anywhere. You know, like Ewan McGregor talking about Obi-Wan. It's just, it was, it was odd. All right, Rhiannon, let's talk a little bit about Eternals. We didn't get your thought on Eternals last week. Did you enjoy that movie? I enjoyed it. Um, I, I I tried it. Like, I feel like it would be in the top half of the Marvel movies. Maybe in the top third. We'll see on a rewatch, like, how it feels. Um, it was just a lot. It was a lot... I mean, this is the only time that we've been introduced to so many characters at once. Um, And I really, at the beginning of the movie, felt like I needed a sheet of paper to take notes so that, you know, just so I could know who was who. And, you know, like, I felt very overwhelmed in the beginning of the movie of like, oh, my God, there's all this new stuff. Um, Like, maybe I should have studied before coming to this movie. And I don't want to feel like I need to do homework before I go to see a movie. Right. I mean, that's, and that's what I'm saying, like with that other stuff, you know, with, with, you know, the connectivity and with Dr. Strange and all of that, like, I, I don't want to feel like I need to take notes before I go to a movie, but to the movie's credit, like, I feel like it's spoon fed enough throughout to remind you what all these things were. Like I couldn't recite all the names and stuff to you right this second, but I, I feel like they did a good job of reminding me of what was going on. Um, I, I feel like even though the movie was very crowded, the characters had depth and they had personality. And I feel like I know a lot about all of them and the story was interesting. Um, I mean, yes, we're saving the earth from complete destruction, blah, blah, blah. But I, it's fine i wasn't at all bothered that this was happening without like the, getting the avengers attention or without uh dr strange coming and saving them. i never like somehow they made this different enough that i never sat there going well when is dr strange going to show up um because i just knew this wasn't a movie that dr strange would show up they're like gods they're like doing this all through their like hidden ways and stuff um for some reason yeah and so i give credit to chloe's hour you know, that i didn't feel like those other characters should be showing up right. i was so immersed in this world um now and even as we look at this whole slate ahead of us like are we supposed to are these characters going to pop into this world are we um, you know gonna see something where they they come along or you know are they gonna pop up in captain marvel or something um do i want them to do i care if they do um yeah so i mean obviously the after credits was completely spoiled so who cared and like the second after credits like 
I just kept waiting for that to happen the whole movie. So, you know, for it to happen at the you know, second after credits, I was like, oh, oh, okay. So, you know, like there's that scene from the movie that I kept expecting to happen. Um, but overall, enjoyed it. Did you guys enjoy it? I haven't listened to your yeah, podcast. I loved yeah. it. I can't believe I loved it. I th- I think I liked it the least of the three of us, which is unusual. Yeah. Which yeah. is crazy. But uh leave Caleb bad reviews now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my, my take before. what I told Adam last week, and I'll repeat, sorry listeners, like for me it's an inverse Ragnarok. Ragnarok to me is a movie that was totally fun, but didn't feel very deep. This mm-hmm. is the movie that I felt like had a lot of depth. It was just kind of a snore at some times, you know, like yeah. I, I felt a lot of the times like, oh, I am really being intellectually challenged right now, but not necessarily entertained. And that's okay. It's just an odd thing to do in a Marvel movie, you know. Rihanna, yeah. by the way, Caleb did say snore, and we went to an afternoon showing on Friday, and the elderly couple in front of us both <laughs> fell asleep and started snoring in the middle of the movie. So it was technically a snore quite literally a snore. but you know like i i might have fallen asleep during the dragon fight in shang chi so i mean because wow. i went to a late night showing and i can't stay awake it, it's oh, funny i was like at 2 a.m then my yeah. mom is actually totally like this as far as when we watch marvel movies as long as it's like dialogue and like character work she's watching it the second they start fighting, she's like, like for some reason she just finds it boring and she just goes to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's where I am actually. Um, I also like fall asleep during Dune in the third act, like the big third act fight scenes. I I need something more. Um, but I went to Eternals well-rested, did not fall asleep during any scenes, uh, which just might be more me than the movie. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I definitely have to rewatch. Uh, I don't know that I'll rewatch it at the theater, uh, but I'll definitely have to watch it again when it comes on Disney Plus and yeah. see what all I missed. And I was totally with you, Rihanna, as far as there were too many pieces on the board. I found myself like right before the final fight being like, okay, we started with 10 of them. Two of them died. One of them left. So that, which ones does that leave? And like, I like found myself like using a mental abacus to like try to remember who was like still on the board and who was on what side. And it it was, it was a lot, you know? Yeah. That, well, and that's me. Like they're going around. Like each time they met somebody, it was like a solid ten minutes of the movie as they went and gathered them. And I was like, "Can't you guys just have like a signal, a flare you throw up or something, so that the Eternals come together and you don't have to like travel the world and and, and like you're wasting so much time." It, it made me think of um, the the uh, the Muppets, the one with Jason Siegel in it. Where like they're trying to get the Muppets back together, and they're like, "How will we get everyone?" And then Kermit's like, "Musical montage," and then just like, music, and it like shows them like picking everybody else back up. And I was like, "Why can't the Eternals have a musical montage and just be done with it?" Right? Yeah, just give me a musical montage. That's what the, I want. Um, 
I think Kaz Furpo may not be writing for Marvel ever again because he's saying a lot in the press things. Have you guys been keeping up with what he's saying? One of the writers? I know that he's done some interviews, but I, he Something talked a little bit about, about them cutting some stuff out, right? Right. They they cut out two characters, Zurus, and I can't remember the other one. Um, he said if the fans want Galactus enough, Galactus will be the villain of Eternals 2. Um, and a couple other things too that are escaping me at the moment. Can oh, the cut? Inhumans bit was hilarious. I was about to say, can we cut to the biggest news of the day? The Inhumans bit's funny. The biggest news of the day. Was uh, that him or was that Nate Moore that said this? No, that was him. He yeah. said what Nate Moore told him, which I don't think he was really supposed to say. <laughs> but he did. Which was, there's such a sour taste in their mouth from Inhumans that they won't film in Hawaii anymore? Is that correct? No, no, it was, they could do anything except film in Hawaii <laughs> because Marvel is not allowed to film in Hawaii anymore. I'm trying to find the last time he was there. And humans burned the bridge or something like that. And I'm just yeah. like... Did they like litter on the beach? Or, well, or, that's like, what I'm wondering. What I'm like, did they like, did they sit around smoking pot because it? They started a weed farm on Hawaii. Is what they did. They burned that bridge. Yeah, they burned that bridge. Okay, I'm finding the actual quote. The headline's For- just funny because you think it's just like Hawaii hated the show so much. Like, no, you guys can't make a mockery of our state ever again. Yeah. <laughs> You can't, they said you can't go to Hawaii. Nobody gets to go to Hawaii because Inhumans totally burned that bridge. Beyond that, there wasn't someone saying, like, we can't do this, we can't do that. <laughs> like, literally, the only thing they told them they couldn't do was go to Hawaii because of Inhumans. So I want funny. to know what but, happened uh, in Hawaii. <laughs> Adam, do this in depth reporting for I'm us. I'm going to have to. I, I'll reach out. I'll reach. Does Hawaii has to have a film office or something? I, I, I thought when Inhumans was filming that Marvel was like setting up a studio in Hawaii. Or I was about to say there was all of these news stories that there was like an old abandoned Air Force base and Marvel had purchased it and they were going to set up like Pinewood Studios B where they were going to film a bunch of stuff out there. And remember that's when there was a, a report in like the casting grids or something for a Namor show that was like being filmed yeah. in Hawaii. And like, yes. yeah, and apparently they burned it all to the ground within humans. I wonder if it is because like Marvel pulled out or I wonder. I don't know. Adam, seriously, comic book should send you to Hawaii to do like on the ground in depth reporting on this. Which it's also fascinating because Disney and ABC, from my understanding, had a pretty good relationship with Hawaii when they were there with Lost. Right, like they because they filmed Lost for six years or whatever in Hawaii. So it must have did something bad. I can't see. I can't see. Like I can't see the producers at Marvel Studios hating the show enough that they won't let anything else film in Hawaii. So it has to be on the Hawaii side, right? Right. It has to be the Hawaii side. There were just it like has to be... Gorgon hooves that like he kept losing off his feet, and so they were just like animal hooves like coming up on the beaches you know it's scary yeah i mean it has to be like that they parked the craft services truck in endangered rainforest areas or 
I mean, it has to be that they did something when they were filming there that violated their permits or, you know, just, I I need to know, Adam. We need to know badly. I'll do some digging. I'll, right after we get off of this, I'll, I'll do some digging because I'm very intrigued because I saw the headline and I'm like, what the hell? I mean, I <laughs> yeah. knew Miss Marvel wasn't going to be in a human, but I didn't know it was because they like killed a whale or something. Like, were they golfing on the beach like Kramer did? <laughs> or like, the sea happened? was angry that day, my friend. <laughs> like, what's, what's, this is insane. This is going to make like the next Fire Festival documentary or something. It won't like, be on did, Disney Plus, probably. Like, there's so many things they could do on the... Like, yeah, I... Did they destroy an endangered sea turtle area? Did they... Just to show, like, Gorgon coming... I, just... There was so much crap in that TV series. To know that they were also burning bridges as they filmed it is amazing. Makes sense. Makes sense. And I love that's how... That's Marvel TV's legacy now. There's nothing else. Well, I mean, Hitmonkey is coming out, but there's nothing. There's nothing else coming out that that Inhumans is the legacy. I love how Hulu, by the way, opened uh, or dropped the review embargo right in the middle of Disney Plus today, like they thought they would. Oh, oh yeah, Hitmonkey? good cloud. Yeah, apparently the reviews are. I haven't even looked yet. I saw. I saw one tweet about it. You guys have streamers? I haven't watched it yet. I feel like everything I've seen with Hitmonkey has been like, I've not seen any organic spread on Hitmonkey stuff. I've just seen like promoted posts. It feels like Hulu is desperately trying to get people to pay attention and nobody's talking about it. But Jason Sudeikis is the lead. Like, and they, I mean, he's, he's at the top of his career right now. What's, what's going on? It makes zero sense that there is virtually no pulse for this at all so maybe it's the fact that that (laughs) we keep saying like kevin feige can take any character you know like doesn't matter how doesn't matter how um obscure something is feige will make it work hit monkey may be the limit hit monkey may be the character so obscure and so not in the comics that nobody cares well it's also a character that requires an r rating as well requires like i know we talk about rated r blade but hit monkey yeah it's pretty sure it's a requirement and it's not feige right caleb what'd you say about that one show that's a marvel studio show oh yeah so um wolverine and the x-men it's an old cartoon it's on disney plus the opening credits to that it's like marvel studios presents wolverine and the x-men and i don't know what marvel studios was back then but kevin feige's an executive producer on the thing he executive produced two or three cartoons back there um back in the like late 90s early 2000s executive produced yeah really yeah um, can't, can't be prior to x because he was like a PA on X Men or something. Yeah, no, it's 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 after it's after oh, X Men. Okay. Um, because yeah, you're right. No, his first stuff was like X Men and and uh, Spider Man, uh, some of the Spider Man movies and all that stuff. 
But uh, let me see here if I can find his IMDb is crazy because there's like 14 things that haven't even come out yet. So he was executive producer on Iron Man Armored Adventures, which was a cartoon show from 2008 to 2012. Um, he was, uh, uh, where is Wolverine? Wolverine and the X-Men ran 08 to 09. He was executive producer on it. Um, he was uh, on a cartoon that was called Hulk versus where he was uh, exec producer in 2009. So this all actually overlaps with the beginning. See, that's, what's interesting. Wolverine and the X-Men came out about the same time as Iron Man. So I think it's Marvel studios as we know it now, like they produced a cartoon before any of us were aware of it. So this is not like a new thing for them. Interesting. So is it canon? So is it canon? All right, guys. Does that do it? That does it. That does it. It, it needs Man. to be 15 on a Friday night. I hope all these I hope all these comments are like really awesome and it makes the two hundredth episode feel special. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'll, I'll get you guys a cut of just the just the, the things. If you're watching the live one, I'm gonna cut this Saturday or Sunday, so you still have some time. If you want to go to what's it called? Soundpipe? Is that what it's called? Go to the link. It's on our Twitter. Yeah. And maybe on our Facebook. I can't find it. Oh no. Uh here it is. Speakpipe. That's what it's called. So speakpipe.com slash MND. Give us your message. Yeah, I've got Ashcrafty. I got Harrison, C Sander 7, Alvin, their theme music, Derek Crow. So it's fun. It's cool. All right. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. We've done it. 200. Which, there we go. Insanely. I, I don't know if you guys keep track. I think it's 199 for me. I think it was uh, oh. you guys did the Punisher review without me one time. But other than that. Wow. Yeah. And it's far less Double for me. Probably. Yeah. I bet you guys both have done at least 160, 170. Oh, yeah. I didn't miss no. 30 of them. You think I've missed? I might have. No, I wouldn't say no. I mean, I wouldn't guess even that. That's what I'm saying. At least, yeah, no. So, yeah, I might have missed thirty of them. (laughs) It's been fun, and we'll keep we'll keep doing it. At least I plan to keep doing it for a while. So, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you around next time.